The preceding message is brought to you by Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. Stay tuned after this message for more information about Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I trust you had a glorious week. I trust you had a wonderful week. I can hear you. All right. I want to just take a moment to appreciate everyone again for last Sunday's birthday celebrations and your gift um, to me. Um, very, very much appreciated. And I thank you. And I pray that um, God will also raise people to make you feel special on your own special days in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. As you have honored me, God will raise men to honor you as well in Jesus' name. Praise God forevermore. Um, before I get into what I would like to share with us this morning, and I see we have limited time, um, this week is very, very important. Um, Dr. K, our spiritual father in this place, our apostolic covering, he has been in the country for a little over a week now and has been having meetings all over the place, Abuja, um, Akure, Belkota is in Benin this morning. The last leg of this mission trip is going to be with us in Lagos this weekend and is having several meetings. And I want to encourage you to be a part of them as much as you can. Praise God. Um, you had um, Pastor Jimmy's testimony today. It's, it's simply one of the ways we walk in the glory of God and the best that God has for us per time, per season. And part of that is, is being in the company of people that God has anointed for our lives, um, serving them like Pastor Jimmy testified, um, but even coming to meetings that they are in and coming expectant. That's also very important. It's really interesting that we call our Sunday gathering service. We call it Sunday service. So in a sense, when you come to church like this, you have come into God's service. Can I hear a loud amen? amen? And on a level, it's not the only thing you do on a level, it can really connect you to the blessings of God. So particularly for us here in Ikeja, um, Friday, we are having a workers' congress, Friday, 12 noon. Please put up the artwork as I um, stress this announcement. They will go over them again at the end of the service. Um, primarily, this is for all church workers. We've been announcing this for about a month now, and I really hope you have cleared your schedule. We specifically put it Friday afternoon. Um, we could have said we should do a night vigil, but we know many people will be a bit tired if you go to work all day. So we're asking you to clear your schedule. Hallelujah. Just clear that um, Friday afternoon from 12 noon um, till about 4 or 5 p.m. Please come expectant, particularly if you're a worker or you intend to be a worker. Like we always say in church, everyone should really be serving God in one capacity or another. So 12 noon Friday, we are having this Church Workers Congress. It's for all Kingswood churches here in Nigeria. Workers from all other installations, even from outside Lagos, are going to be coming. And it's going to be a very powerful impartation meeting. It's going to be a very, very powerful prophetic meeting. Um, Dr. K called for it specifically, and it's so that you can be blessed. Can I hear a loud amen? amen? And of course, Sunday is the big one. We are having recharge with Dr. K. 
he has called these meetings on this trip recharge conferences. And I believe it's going to be coming with the fullness of God's grace to recharge us, to impart us, and to just add another layer of God's blessing upon our lives. It's this Sunday. Please note the service is 8 a.m., not 9 a.m. Because he has other meetings on Sunday. So he's going to start with us. He always likes starting with us. 8 a.m., coming early. We want to encourage you again, invite people. Don't come alone next Sunday. Invite someone. Let them come and partake of the blessing as well. 8 a.m. next Sunday. There will be no workers, um, workers training. It's going to be a powerful, powerful time. And I want to encourage you to come. Um, like we've said over and over again this morning, come with a very strong expectation to be touched and to be blessed by God. Hallelujah. It takes just one moment, one moment for God to change somebody's life. One moment, just one encounter. Hallelujah. And I want to remind you once again, no matter what you are going through, no matter how difficult it is, um, all of us that are watching international news, we are really um, feeling empathy for the people in Ukraine right now. And, you know, imagine just being in that kind of situation. And, you know, for one reason or the other, even though um, the government of the um, U.S. government and European government have been warning the Ukraine people that this man wants to invade your country, they, most of them just say he can't do it. I mean, we know each other. I mean, Russia has been threatening us for years. So a lot of them were left off guard. And you can imagine the kind of trauma they are going through. And we are seeing all those stories and things like that. But you know God is greater than that problem. Can I hear a loud amen? amen? I'm using that example specifically. God is bigger than that problem. And I want to encourage everyone, no matter where you find yourself or what you are going through, always remember that God is bigger, God is greater. Hallelujah. And in one moment, just like that, one word, one encounter, one prophecy, one move of God's spirit, God can change your story. Hallelujah. And I believe God will do that for somebody here this morning in Jesus' name. And next Sunday, when we gather for Richard with Dr. K, God will do even much more in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise God. So let's be expectant. Hallelujah. Let's go back to Exodus 33 this morning. I want to share something powerful with us as we close. We've touched on Exodus 33 while teaching on the riches of God's glory. We're bringing that series to a close. Next Sunday, we have Dr. K. Upper Sunday, we're going to start. I love the new series God is cooking in my heart for us. It's going to be powerful. We're going to start a new series then. And we, we reference Exodus 33, verse 18. Um, Moses prayed um, this prayer or made this request to God. He said to God, Exodus 33, verse 18, please show me your glory. And it's interesting. He, that's the first time the word glory was mentioned in that discourse he was having with God. Um, he was talking to God about, God, you've given me this assignment to take this, your people, to this promised land, and it's a lot. How am I going to do it? And they had said so many things, and they now asked God 
to show him his glory. And I said that's very instructive because this isn't a Moses that has not crossed the Red Sea. This isn't a Moses that has not seen water come out of a rock, that has not eaten manna from heaven. This is not a Moses that has not seen the Ten Commandments. This is not the Moses that God met on the mountain in Exodus chapter 3 and called him to go and deliver the children of Israel. This is a Moses that has seen it all and done it all as it were. But he understood first and foremost that everything that God had done in his life and in his ministry up until that time was an expression of God's glory. The best that God could do for them at that time. That's the definition I'm deliberately using for this teaching. The best. What is the best that God can do for you today? Today. That project that is ahead of you this week, that challenge that is before you that you are, you are wondering, how am I going to navigate myself out of this situation? Where will help come from? When will I see the, 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 the dawn of a new day? What is the best that God can do for you? Hallelujah. The best that God could do for the children of Israel when they were faced with the Red Sea and the armies of Pharaoh was chasing them from the back was God could part the Red Sea for them and they could walk on dry land through the Red Sea. That is the glory of God. So Moses was coming from that place. I've seen it all. I've done it all. I've experienced it all. But God, to take this next step, because there's always a next step, no matter who you are, I need the same glory. And I want us to read on from verse 19 here, just to lay a premise for what I want to share with us very briefly this morning. Look at the way God responded. Then God said to him, I will make all my glory pass before you. Is somebody with me this morning? I will make all my glory pass before you. Is that what God said? Are you people here this morning? Okay, let me try again. I will make all my glory to pass before you. Notice the phrases or the synonyms that they have been, and this didn't start here, it started actually in the conversation. And I'm going to go back to some of the other synonyms God used. Moses knew that what has brought them to where they were was um, the manifestation of God's glory in their lives as a people. And that's what he wanted God to continue to do. So God changed glory with goodness. And it's the same thing we are talking about. It's not a mistake. When the goodness of God begins to show in your life, in your marriage, in your family, that is the glory of God in display. Hallelujah. Now, simple question. Have you seen the goodness of God in your life before? Talk to me, somebody. I have seen the Lord's goodness, his mercy and compassion. I have seen the Lord's goodness. Hallelujah, praise the Lord. Do you guys know that song? Oh, you are, it's old school for you. Oh, Lord, you have been so good. You've been so good to me. Oh, Lord, you are excellent in my life every day. Oh, Lord, you have been so good. You've been so good to me. Oh, Lord, you are excellent 
in my life. I will allow my goodness to pass before you. I love something um, the, the panel did in, and by the way, we want to be doing this common room. It was a, it's a very good idea. I think I speak a lot of Christianese when I'm preaching, or that's the way they're making me feel, which is okay. <laughs> it's sometimes to communicate spiritual things, you have to speak Christianese. So it's good if you can break it down to everyday language, particularly with the kind of passion Pastor Susan has. That's <laughs> At least if you didn't get the Christianese Pastor T is preaching, you will get the everyday language that Pastor Susan is saying <laughs> and the example she's giving. Um, it, it's really good to be able to break down what we are saying to an applicable level. I try to do that a lot when I teach, but it's even good to have conversations like this. And I hope you understand and you realize that. When we say glory, we are talking about God's goodness. And when you see God's goodness... That is the glory of God in manifestation. Learn to appreciate it and thank God for it. Hallelujah. Like they said in the discussion, you don't have to be a Lionel Messi. Lionel Messi or Ronaldo, anybody doing anything outstanding like that is walking in an expression of God's glory. You don't do things that the average person cannot do. And you're able to do it exceptionally well if not for the grace and the glory of God. You don't have to be born again. We established that from scriptures. It's not only Christians that God gave glory to. If that was the case, the only people excelling on the face of the earth would be Christians. But you know that's not true. In fact, unfortunately, some of the people suffering the most are Christians. I'm going, I'm going to come to that. That's really where I want to wrap this off this morning. So you need to know how it works. How to work it, we've spent a lot of time doing that in the different things we've taught. I love the teaching Pastor Shemudro Shola brought to us last week. That was very simple and straightforward. And anybody and everybody can start, praise God, at a level. Jesus said, he was teaching them, he said, if you give somebody even a glass of water, you will in no way lose your reward. At a level of just offering a glass of water to someone, you can already begin to enjoy the reward, the recovery, the restoration, and the glory of God in your life. A glass of water. So it's not until I have one billion naira to finance church projects. Praise God. Am I talking to somebody this morning? One of the key things I try to emphasize in this teaching, and I try to do that a lot in my teachings, is this thing is for everybody. It's for everybody. May we not make Christianity look like it's for just a special kind of people. No. It's for everybody. Everybody that is human. Can I hear a loud amen? amen. And you can begin to work on it at a level. And when you see the goodness of God show in your life, understand and recognize that even if it's just a glass of water that God provided for you, even if it's just five liters of petrol that God gave you in a time of worse scarcity, somehow you just go, this is the goodness of God. It is the finger of God showing me that God's glory is already being shown towards me. You can appreciate God for that and it's so important to do that. It's another month end. Sadly, not everybody that crossed over into 2022 is still alive today. That you are alive and you are seeing the last Sunday of the month. Hallelujah. That is God showing you glory. 
Oh, it may not be fantastic like you just bought a Rolls Royce. Or like I like to say, a landing of the moon miracle. But celebrate his goodness. Let me quickly move on because of time. Um, my goodness will pass before you and I will proclaim the name of the Lord before you. And what I want you to understand this morning, these are ways we can walk in God's glory. And these are things we should be conscious of that can enable us to trigger the glory of God. There are many of them that Moses and God mentioned in this discourse. My goodness, the goodness of God, being conscious that God is good to you. And when you see the goodness of God, you are grateful for it, you are thankful for it, you recognize it, and you appreciate God for it. Some of you have been walking in different levels of glory that you've not given God thanks for yet. Hallelujah. All the glory must be to the Lord. For he is worthy of our praise. No man on earth should give glory to himself. All the glory must be to the Lord. So when God manifests his glory to us, we should praise God. Hallelujah. Recognize it and praise it and return the glory as it were to him. The glory we are returning to him is praise. The glory that he's doing in our life is manifestations of his goodness. But watch this. Look at some of the other things God said here. I will proclaim the name of the Lord. Even by calling the name, mentioning the name, proclaiming the name is a way to access and activate God's glory. I've taught us this a thousand and one times in this church. Sometimes, sometimes, not just sometimes, many times. All I can say is Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. When I find myself in some situations. All I can say. And I remember that scripture in Romans that says, Whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Have you ever been in that kind of trouble? You don't even know what prayer to pray. Hallelujah. And you should know that that's when you need glory the most. Can I hear a loud Amen. I'll proclaim the name of the Lord before you. I will be gracious to whom I will be gracious. They've brought in another word here. The grace of God. God manifesting his grace. I'll be gracious to whom I'll be gracious. I will have compassion on whom I will have compassion. Another word. The compassion of God. All these things are God's glory being manifested in our lives. God showing us compassion. God showing us grace or favor. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Jump to verse 14. Okay, let's read verse 13. Beginning of the conversation. Similar to what they were saying there. Now therefore, Moses was saying, I pray, if I have found grace in your sight, show me your way that I may know you and that I may find grace in your sight. Or another level of grace. Moses understood that. That it's by the favor of God that I'm able to experience the glory of God. Hallelujah. Verse 14, and God said to him, my presence will go with you. This is another way to encounter God's glory. Being conscious of God's presence. My presence will go with you and I will give you rest. Praise God forevermore. My presence will go with you. 
For us in the New Testament, we carry that presence every time. And you need to be conscious that you carry these things in your life. So there's so much there that lets us know how we can walk in God's glory, how we can identify God's glory, how we can trigger ourselves to experience another level of glory. Show me your way, Moses said, learning the ways of God. So when people testify to you and tell you things like, I served and a door opened unto me. I sowed a seed and a door opened unto me. Sometimes we may not be able to connect these things as it operates in the spirit. We don't have to connect them. We should be like that blind man in John chapter 9. They were asking him, is he a man of God? I said, I don't know all that one. All I know is this, so I was blind. He told me to, he put mud on my eyes and told me to go and wash. And I went to wash and now I can see. So you guys should go and figure out whether he's a man of God or not a man of God. All I know is that I was Dr. K's PA. And after a while, job open, job I've been waiting for. Go and figure out how it connects. I don't have time for that one. A job I didn't even apply for. That when they called my name, I was wondering, ah, I didn't apply. Ah, that's God's glory. The best God can do for you at that time. Hallelujah. Are you with me this morning? Different things, different simple things. Let me close this morning. This is really where I want to go. Galatians chapter 2. Galatians chapter 2. And I want to read from verse 20. Very popular text. Listen, we can talk about you walking in glory because of God's mercy. We are correct. Because of God's goodness, we are correct. Because of God's favor, we are correct. Because of God's graciousness to you, we are correct. Like we saw in Exodus chapter 3. We can talk about you manifesting God's glory by knowing the way of God. Like Moses was telling God there, show me your way. I mean, after all he had gone through in Egypt, all these ways are things that at the end of the day, if you do them by the help of God and the grace of God, there is no way, no how, that you will not manifest a measure, a level of God's glory in your life. Hallelujah. But I want to leave us with one truth this morning that everyone in here should connect to and know. I believe the number one carrier of glory that everyone here can experience and know that it's always available to you all the time is the life of God himself. Or, if you prefer, itself. The life, the very life of God. When you have the life of God in you, you carry the glory of God in you. The life of God, which God gave to us, the very nature and essence of God, which we all have if we are born again. And if you are in this place for one reason or another, you are not born again or you don't know you are born again, get born again today. I will give an opportunity for that before we close the service. They get born again. And 
have an assurance and understanding that you carry the life of God in you and be conscious that you have the life of God in you. Just like Colossians 1 tells us, Christ in you, the hope of glory. By you being a carrier of God's life, you are a carrier of God's glory. Can I hear a loud amen? amen. So Paul says here in Galatians 2.20, I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. There's a consciousness here that I want you to emphasize, that I want you to embrace. I want to emphasize it and I want you to embrace it. Christ lives in me, and the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Hallelujah. I, I, I carry the life of God in me. When Jesus died on the cross, listen to what Apostle Paul is teaching here. I died with him. He was not just dying for himself. I know he died before I was born. I know I wasn't anywhere near the nation of Israel. But spiritually speaking, the moment I identify with Christ, I identify with his death. Oh, hallelujah. And by identifying with his death, I have automatically identified with his resurrected life. Praise God. And that life carries the glory of God. The life of God is in me. I carry that life. And because I'm a carrier of that life, and I possess that life, I carry the glory of God. It may not have manifested yet, but I'm conscious of it. That's what you need everywhere you go to. Particularly if you find yourself in an environment where things don't seem to be working. You quote this kind of scripture to yourself. I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I that lives, but Christ lives in me. And the life I now live, I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Look at verse 21. I'm going to do something very powerful. And this is why I read Exodus 20, 33 to you. Watch what we are doing here in verse 21. Please put up that verse 21 for us. Galatians 21. I do not set aside the glory of God. He used the word grace there. And to be sure, Paul is teaching about righteousness. See, I'm not teaching about righteousness today. I'm teaching about glory. I do not set aside the glory of God. We already established from verse 33 that when the grace of God is manifesting in your life or when God is gracious to you, it is God manifesting glory to you. I don't set it aside. I don't ignore what God has done for me, what God has given me, what I have in Christ. That's what many of you are doing. That's what many Christians do. You need to learn how to go to the petrol station in a time. Somebody was saying yesterday, and I'm not using this to joke that he spent four hours to queue or five hours to buy petrol. And people are there. I was just commenting past on you that, do you know all through this first class, I have not spent up to 30 minutes in any petrol station. And I've been the one buying the petrol myself. Not that someone went to queue for me, no. Somehow, somehow, when I get there, there's no queue there. From week one of the scarcity, I'm telling you the truth. Now, I can't explain it all. All I know is that I was blind, but now I see. <laughs> now, whether it's the glory of God <laughs> or the grace of God or protocol people went to clear them for me that pastor is coming, <laughs> it's none of my business. Now, there are some times I saw Q and I just drove by. I mean, I'm not going to queue for four hours. <laughs> I will come back later. <laughs> So maybe that's what worked. 
But that's not real. I'm not even talking about petrol this morning. I'm talking about you just being conscious of who you are and what you carry. And when you are, I mean, I'm not just going to queue for four hours. Maybe that was working for me. I'm not, I don't have four hours to queue. Do what? Because somebody imported one petrol that should not have imported. Let me go and lie down on my bed and watch TV. <laughs> Where I need to go is not, I won't go there. That's just me. I don't know where, that's just me. Let me just leave that one there. But my point is this, really, this is where I'm going. When you, like what Paul was saying here, when you know what you carry, know who you are, this is so vital and so important, and you walk in the, con and you, you don't allow some things because I know who I am. I have the life of God in me. Something should not happen. I may not be able to control the circumstances that make them happen. I'm not the one at Asso Rock. I'm not the one that determines where we buy petrol from. I'm not the one controlling the economic policy of Nigeria. And perhaps maybe some of us should start aspiring to be the ones at Asso Rock. Hallelujah. And aspiring to be the one that controls the economic policy of the nation. So everybody won't be suffering unnecessarily. I think we should start teaching and preaching more messages like that in the church. Why? Because we have been crucified with Christ and the glory of God is in us. Hallelujah. Look at that verse 21. Look at what Papa Paul said. I didn't finish what I was reading. I do not set aside the grace of God for if righteousness comes through the Lord, then Christ died in vain. Now, he's teaching about right. That's what he was teaching about in um, Galatians, they're talking about the fact that they should not ignore or um, lose the right standing that they have in Christ and not bring it down to circumcision and natural things. You know the story of the epistles to the Galatians. It's the principle I want you to teach. I want to teach it. Don't lose sight of you carry the glory of God. If you lose sight of it, Christ will have died for you in vain. And perhaps you'll be spending five hours at the petrol station where you don't have to be spending five hours at. Just saying. You can interject that to every other aspect of life. Healing. Open doors. Blessing in your marriage. Your career. Your business. There's something about a believer being conscious of the fact that he now carries the life of God. The essence of God in himself. And if you have that life, you have the glory of God. You have all that God is, all that God has, all that God can do. The life of God is what makes God God. Hallelujah. And the best that God can do for you in every situation is just available to you. Oh, glory be to God. Can I hear somebody say, I do not set aside the glory of God? I can't hear you this morning. Say, I do not set aside the glory of God. I do not ignore the glory of God. I am not ignorant of the glory of God in my life. I am conscious that I carry something. Hallelujah. Look, we say this all the time. There are different kinds of life. Plant life is different from animal life is different from human life and is different from zoe the god kind of life hallelujah how conscious are you i love what pastor tola was doing in the training today 
Let's do a scale, the different things of your life where you should measure. So prayer, how are you doing? So let, let's measure how conscious are you of the fact that you carry the life of God in you. This first two months of the year that has come and gone, how conscious. And I'm telling you, child of God, as I close, I'm telling you, if you will, this remaining 10 months of 2022, if you will train your, this requires a training, and be conscious and build yourself that, look, because the life of God is in me and I carry that life, because Christ is in me, I can expect the glory of God. It will make a remarkable difference in the kind of life you live. Praise God. If you carry plant life, you will live a plant kind of life. If you carry animal life, you will live an animal kind of life. And we have seen human beings that live like animals. When you behave like lion in the jungle, you think because you have tank, you can just enter somebody's country and take over their country like a lion. Animal life. I won't mention anybody's name. Animal kind of life. This is not true. This is 2022 for crying out loud. Can't just be predating over everybody. And look at your country. The whole place is big. You, what are you looking for? You already have the biggest land. Anyway, let me. <laughs> when you are conscious that you are human life, you will live human kind of life. And sorry to say, many times we Christians, that's what we are conscious of. We are human beings. You are correct. You are just not totally correct. The truth you've got to learn to embrace is that you carry Zoe inside of you as well. Hallelujah. And I'm telling you, that's your access to God's glory. First John chapter 5, let me close. In fact, let's read this one standing. First John 5, 11. Pastor Leia is already blinking at me. I got the message. <laughs> Praise God forevermore. <laughs> Hallelujah. Listen very carefully. I, I just want to read a few verses here. Read with me from verse 10, 1 John chapter 5. He who believes in the Son of God has this witness in himself. He who does not believe, or he who does not believe God has, not, has made him to be a liar. When you read something in the word of God and you read something in scriptures and you say, ah, how can that be? How, how can I carry God's life? Are you saying God is lying? That's the argument he's presenting here. Are you saying what God has written is not true? And you know, believing is always a choice. He who does not believe God has made God to be a liar because he has not believed the testimony that God has given of his son. And this is the testimony. This is what God has said about Christ, about Jesus, about his son. That God has given us the God kind of life. Hallelujah. This is the testimony. So when we say, 
Adam was clothed in glory in the garden, and because of the sin and the treason they committed, they lost the glory. And Christ came and restored us back to glory and honor, what we read in Psalm 8 verse 4. This is the testimony. This is the main vehicle that was used. God injected his life into our spirits. Hallelujah. And I'm telling you, when you carry that, it's a Galatians 2 consciousness. And it's a battle you have to carry. It's a battle you have to fight. It's a battle of the mind that you, you have to keep reminding. And by extension, I carry the glory of God in me. This is the testimony that God has given us eternal life. And this life is in his son. Praise God forevermore. He who has the son, do I have a witness of someone that has the son in them today? You have this life. Praise God. He who has the son has this life. He who does not have the son of God does not have life. These things I have written to you who believe in the name of the son of God that you may know that you have eternal life and that you may continue to believe. You know why we have to continue to believe? Because there will be seasons in our lives that first scarcity will come. And it will look as if we don't carry glory. There will be seasons in our life one tyrant will invade our nation. I'm, I'm, I'm wondering how the Christians in Ukraine are, are feeling today. Is it that God is not hearing our prayer? No, God is hearing but regardless of who rolls over your tank, and just you are the son of God. Not because of tank or army or mm, God has given a witness. Hallelujah. That his life is inside of you. And by being conscious of that life, I'm telling you, you carry glory. Lift your hands and just bless God where you are this morning. Again, I welcome you to glorious living. I welcome you to a better tomorrow. I welcome you to a brighter future. Christ in you, the hope of glory. I welcome you to recovery. I welcome you to release. I welcome you to Goshen experience. I welcome you to all-round victories. I welcome you to overwhelming breakthroughs. You have the life of God. You have the life of God in you. And by extension, you carry the glory of God. I welcome you to a better future. I welcome you to greater things. I welcome you to more beautiful things. I welcome you to greater riches. I welcome you to greater success stories. Somebody that believes with us this morning. Somebody that believes the witness of God. That they carry the glory of God in them. And the glory of God is available to them. Open your mouth and just bless the name of the Lord this morning. Open your mouth and bless the name of the Lord this morning. Oh, Yakata, the very essence of God, the very, I don't have to feel it. I just need to believe it. I just need to believe the witness of God. I have been crucified with Christ. Oh, nevertheless, I live. 
Oh, but it's not I that lives, it's Christ that lives in me. And the life I now live, I live by the faith of the Son of God who gave himself for me. I'm not just a carrier of human life. Oh, I am a carrier of the God kind of life. I can now see favor. I can now experience mercy. I can now experience God's goodness. I can learn the ways of God and walk in the ways of God. I can serve. I can be generous with my giving. I can walk in love. I can speak the truth. I can be strengthened with might by God's spirit in my inner man. I can live a life that is above and beyond the natural. I can walk in God's glory on the face of this earth. I carry God's divine life. Talk to God, talk to God. Talk to God. Why we are praying and I want to encourage everyone to pray and every head bowed, every eye closed, you are in this house this morning. You don't know for sure whether you are a son of God or not or you are a daughter of God. You don't know for sure whether you are born again or not. Or maybe you have never just surrendered your life to God. You have never invited Jesus to be your personal Lord and Savior. Well. This is your day. This is your opportunity. Whoever you are, wherever you are, whether you are on site or you are online, I want you to just do something right where you are. Raise your hand up to heaven. Let God know you want to accept him. I'm telling you this morning, Jesus is inviting you to come to him. And if you don't know whether you are a son or a daughter of God, raise your hand right where you are. Don't be ashamed. Don't worry about what other people will think. Think like Apostle Paul this morning. I have been crucified with Christ. I have been crucified. You've never made that decision. Raise that hand. One hand sky high. Raise it high. Raise it high. Let God know that you are making a decision for him. Whether you are in the main hall or you are in the gallery. I need the ushers to help me. The ushers are going to put a decision card in your hand. And they are going to walk you up to the altar. If you are in the auditorium. If your hand is raised and you want to give your life to Christ, surrender your life. Collect that decision card and walk up to me right where you are. Those of you in the gallery, you need to make Jesus your personal Lord and Savior. Raise your hand. You too can walk in glory. You too can live in glory. You too can manifest glory. You too can see glory. You too can experience glory. You too can enjoy glory. It starts by you receiving the life of God for yourself. No man can do this for you. Your father cannot do it for you. Your mother cannot do it for you. Your friend cannot do it for you. The pastor cannot do it for you. All we can do is to preach the witness and the testimony of God to you. You have to make up your mind and make a decision for yourself. Anybody else, if you are streaming online, raise that hand. I'm going to lead you in a prayer shortly. You pray that prayer, God is going to receive you as his son, as his daughter. And from today, you will be born again. 
Can the old church lift their voice and just talk to God? I have been crucified with Christ. I have been crucified with Christ. I carry the glory of God. I carry the life of God. You need to open your mouth. Those of you that are not saying anything, open your mouth. Make that declaration. Oh, please, projection, put up Galatians 2.20 for us again. I have been crucified with Christ. I carry glory. I'm going to wait 30 more seconds for anybody that is in the hall that needs to come to the altar this morning. Oh, yakata yala bregedo sataya. Anybody that is in the hall that still needs to come. This is a walk you have to make by yourself. It's a choice you have to make for yourself. It's a decision you have to make by yourself. You are the one that has to raise that hand. You are the one that has to make that confession. You are the one that has to make that walk of faith. Oh, the life I now live, <laughs> I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. The life I now live. Somebody declare that as you pray this morning. I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. I don't live an ordinary human life. I live by the faith of the Son. <laughs> Take a moment and pray and talk to God right where you are, church. God is walking in our lives and in our midst and is touching us, going into the nook and the crannies, areas that we can't go by ourselves. When we begin to make declarations and pray in faith like this, all manner of miracles begin to happen. All manner. All manner. When people surrender their lives to God, the heavens open and the glory of God is poured out afresh. And that glory is for one and for all. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, we thank you for your glory. 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 For everyone making a decision for you today. Thank you for your glory. That they are being clothed with glory and honor. What sin took away in Adam? Grace is restoring in Christ Jesus. And we decree that is your portion. That is your portion from this day forward. That is your portion. That is your portion. That is your portion. You will never be the same again. The life of God invades your spirit from today. And you will not go back to the person that you are. In the name of Jesus. Look at me, those of you. I want you to follow this young man. They're going to lead you in a prayer. I don't want to rush. So I want them to really... The preceding message was brought to you by Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. We are located at Kingsword Auditorium, Etel Avenue, 
behind NNPC Filling Station, First Bank Bus Stop, off Kudarat Abiola Way, Argun, Lagos. Email kmiafrica at kingsword.org. Telephone 234-810-00-00640.